is the Burgundy and Gold today. McLaurin in stride for the first down. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Power here on the Burgundy and Gold today. Linnell Willingham, Rick Doc Walker, getting you ready for week two. Commanders and Lions, the first roadie of the 2022 season for Washington. And it is going to be a dogfight. Helping us get to the bottom of this dogfight is another Bruin, our good friend Logan Paulson, the professor. How you doing, big fella? I'm great, man. You doing all right? I'm doing good, man. I'm trying to tame Doc. You know, it's a it's, it's an everyday struggle, as I like to call it. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to keep Doc, Doc on the leash. Just gotta let him be him. He's gotta let him be him. I'll, I'll get things started here. He's coming back from the restroom right now. Logan, okay. When you look at Detroit and how aggressive they were uh, in Week One against Philadelphia, do you think, even though they didn't have much success defensively, do you think they keep that same recipe against Washington? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Obviously, you know, I went back and watched the last three games from last year just kind of looked at breakdowns and kind of what they were thinking. And their aggressiveness is somewhat team dependent, you know, and I think um, it's also somewhat situational dependent. So what I mean by that is Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator, he runs, you know, like cover six, cover three, like everybody else in the NFL, but win got to have it situations like third down, you know, low red zone, two minute situations on occasion. He, he goes back to, to heating you up. He wants to bring pressure in those stations in, in those situations. So I think one of the reasons those metrics look so skewed in terms of pressure in the Philadelphia game is because there was a lot of low red zone situations. There was like a 10 or 12 play sequence that were all zero coverage blitzing kind of trying to get Philadelphia out of field goal range. And I think that's part of the reason why that metric's so inflated. But if you go, if you look back at the green Bay game last year, it's not that far off from what they did against green Bay. Um, obviously Atlanta was a little bit lower and um, I think Seattle was the other team they played, which is a little bit lower. So it is a little bit situation-dependent, a little bit kind of opponent-dependent. But, yeah, I would expect them on third down specifically to bring the house. And I think, yeah. you know, that's, you know that about him. Have a plan for what they do. Find a way to get your ball in playmakers' hands because, like, their cornerbacks are solid, but it's really, really hard in the NFL in 2022 to play man-to-man coverage the way they play man-to-man coverage with that kind of regularity on that down and distance and be successful. So, uh, you know, can Carson Wentz handle it? Can Scott, Scott Turner cultivate a plan for it? That remains to be seen, but I'm very confident that we have enough playmakers to take advantage of that matchup on the outside if the protection and Carson can hold up. Bruin, uh, my question for you, and we appreciate you lending your expertise to the program, is that the whole world can see now that the Carson Wentz that could beat you with his legs – has expired. <laughs> so I know now where he he's now a stationary target. You could never say that before. What does that lend to Detroit, and how can we counter that? What do you do? Because it's pretty clear right now he got to beat you with his arm, not his legs. Yeah, I think obviously he still has a little bit of um, mobility in the tank, but it's different than it once was after the back surgery. Not quite the same athlete. Still has some mobility, but again, I, I agree with you, Doc, not – not quite the same caliber of guy. And I think that does make it tough. You know, when you're, when you're as aggressive as Aaron Glenn has shown in certain situations, you really got to make sure the protection's dialed in. I think a couple things you can do is, um, you know, from a run game standpoint, utilizing those RPOs, utilizing that zone read action, utilizing the play fakes, utilizing the jet sweep 
find other ways to create movement within the defense, create uncertainty, create consternation within the defense uh, to to, to kind of simplify the, the the structures you're seeing, but also like it makes it tough for blitzers, right? If you if they don't know exactly what you're doing, if they don't know exactly who's getting the football, they can't be as decisive. So, um, you know, I, I mentioned that they like to do kind of bring that heat on third down. Um, they also will throw it in on first down if they feel like it's a critical first down in the game. You know, I remember against Philadelphia, Philadelphia had a big play right coming out of that was, I think it was like it wasn't an uh, wasn't an all out blitz, but it was like they brought two blitzers and dro- dropped his own dropper. So aggressive, aggressive play call in that situation for that time of the game. Um, but yeah, finding ways to kind of slow that rush down. Also, um, you know, Carson Wentz might not be the runner that he once was, but I think he showed some nice mobility within the context of the pocket. And the O line did a nice job picking up uh, blitz packages that Jacksonville was bringing. So, you know, even though he's somewhat limited, he's, his, his, his mobility as a quarterback and as a passer is still there, and he can help that group out with that kind of more nuanced mobility, let's say. Logan, when you look at Detroit on tape, it's clear they want to run the football. They, they had to get away from that against Philadelphia because they got behind uh, on the scoreboard. But, but talk about DeAndre Swift in a little bit more detail, man. Ten carries, excuse me, five carries uh, of ten or more yards on Sunday – how are they trying to attack defenses on the ground? Saw a lot of counters, saw a lot of traps. What else did you see? Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at them, you see that it's important to them. You know, like um, Mike Shannon used to say, if you want to run the football, you have to make it a priority. And you can tell Dan Campbell has done that, right? And so as much as that people want to kind of crown Swift, I think you got to crown that offensive line. Yeah. I think Panay Sewell is an absolute people mover. Eric Decker, not quite the same caliber of physicality, but again, good physical tackle. The guards inside are maybe unpolished as pass protectors, but they are kind of stout squat bodies that can move people off the spot, and they know where they're going with their combinations. Again, the receivers in this group, Amon Ra, DJ Shark, they are bought in. Dan Campbell's got them bought in. They're blocking safeties. They're cracking down, and they do a great job of forcing the run the defensive back, which is, again, like something you want to do. You want the worst tackler on the field tackling one of the best players you have in space coming straight downhill, you know, and I did a breakdown with that with Ron Rivera for the coaches show. I think that airs tomorrow. So make sure you guys check that out, get coaches thoughts, but again, finding ways to kind of slow him down at the line of scrimmage, linebackers, peeling double teams, safeties, safeties, knocking the teeth into those wide receivers, anything to make the back bubble a little bit. And I think you're going to be in a good spot because while Swift gets the headline, it's the scheme. I think that, you know, elevates him, you know, on his first run of 50 yards, I don't think he has to really break a tackle. The cornerback kind of falls down. He gets a hand on his leg and Swift doesn't even break stride. Right. You know, they run a trap on third and 15, like in a, in a, in a obvious passing situation. They're in a coverage that kind of is really spread out Philadelphia. So, I mean, like some of that is inflated, but again, they have prioritized this as part of their identity. They're a tough physical football team up front. And that shows up in the stat line for sweat or for Swift, excuse me, but I think it's more of an indication of what Campbell wants his team to be, uh, you know, for 2022. Part of the dynamic duo Take Command podcast, Hoffman, and of course the Bruin bringing it to you on a daily basis. I'm concerned about our interior offensive line. We got jacked up on several occasions, and some of it could be due to injury. The rest of it is rust, in my opinion. And I just wonder, can that be fixed in five or six days that it takes before they take on the Lions? 
Well, I think so. And I think a little bit of it's going to be a personnel shift and a schematic shift. So, you know, Doc, I think I know what you're talking about with regards to injury and rust that one yeah. player stuck out in particular. Guy yeah, we got like, jacked I'm up. The, yeah, I'm not going to mention him on the podcast or mm-hmm. on the show. But, um, you know, that defensive front for Jacksonville mm-hmm. is a physical front. <laughs> Big bodies, physical dudes. 320, 330 pounds. And so when they and they play a true nose. Yeah. So obviously yep. that's going to be a little bit of an issue when you have that kind of body on chase, for example. But moving against moving to Detroit, again, they have some people. McNillis is a guy, 320 pounds, more of a run-stuffing mm-hmm. type player. Mm-hmm. Rockers is on the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. No true nose in this defense. You're going to be able to get double teams and combinations in a way that you didn't get against uh, Jacksonville. So I think that that is going to kind of clear itself up a little bit. Um, you know, obviously Sadiq Charles coming in is probably going to play a lot of football. I think this matchup suits him a little bit better. I think that you can call stuff against this four-man front that's going to allow him to get into space a little bit quicker and not have to kind of maul, maul these big people eaters um, <laughs> off the ball, right? So I think, I think this matchup is a little bit better for the offensive line in terms of the, of the physicality. I right? hope so. I hope so. And, <laughs> and I'm sure you're right. But I'm going, hey, man, uh, I do think that Jacksonville down the road, and I'd be willing to wager on this one uh, as soon as I can contact with Sheehan, they're going to be good. They just do yep. too many things that I like yeah. from a just pure, I'm going to kick your behind at the point of attack stuff. The mentality is Yeah, there. they don't have to scheme you. They can physically gut you. And I said, oh, my God, kind of scared me on that. But you, were sh- I, you know, I trust what you say. And if you feel like, because we're going to have to establish a little more inside run game, we're going to have to be a little bit more physical in imposing our will on people in the run game. Well, I think also to that point, Doc, you know, they, they've got some young linebackers, you know, Rodriguez, yeah. Alonzo, mm-hmm. both players who are good football players. But, you know, uh, Rodriguez, I think, has a you'd like him, Doc. He's a physical dude. Oh, I love kind him. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him in, in Ardnox. Yeah, tough dude. Um, he's he's kind of a bright spot on defense, but again, a young football player. Alonzo's got some ability, but again, not you know a little bit under-athleted, all that kind of stuff. And I think, again, with those guys, you know, maybe not playing at the highest level in the whole world, I also think that that speaks to you know a, an element that's going to help the run game out for the commanders this week. Yeah, Logan, you, you mentioned – I listened to John Kimes' podcast. He had Eric Woodward on. He covers the Lions for ESPN. And when he was talking about this Detroit defense, he said they just really lack game changers on that side of the football. Washington clearly is going to have an advantage uh, offensively. If you're Scott Turner, though, how are you trying to attack this Detroit defense first? Like, What what is your number one priority uh, when going against that? Yeah, I think think you definitely 1,000% need a – ironclad plan with multiple contingencies for the pressure. Yeah. That is the only thing that they bring that is going to really muck you up, right? They are gaps. They're sound defense. They're physical. They're tough. But like you said, there's not a ton of playmakers in that group. They are going to heat you up so bad. It's going to feel like you're on the, you're on the sun, right? That's their goal. And they burst pipes with that philosophy, right? If you look at um, Jalen Hurts, like they really unsettled him. And if he couldn't scramble, the way he can, like they would have been in a lot of third and very, fourth and very, very long situations because of that pressure. Jalen Hurts just kind of pulled the Houdini at, gets you out of there. So my, my thing is, what is your plan, Scott Turner? Is it, are we going to go, like my, my early indication is kind of abide by the same principle you did last week. Be aggressive on third down or first, first and second down, taking shots, pushing the football down the field, 
seeing if you can stay out of those third and long situations, um, see if you can stay out of those advanced blitzes and pressure packages that Glenn wants to bring. I think he'll do that. I think when you are in those third down situations, there's one of two ways to go. One is to go max protection where you leave eligibles in. Guys like Logan Thomas, guys like Gibson have to stay in and protect, which is not ideal. So maybe you go empty and you say, hey, like, let me see who's blitzing. Let's see if we can slide the protection the way we think the blitzers are coming and get our guys in one-on-one situations and take a shot down the football field, which I think is, is very courageous, and they've had some success with that in the past. So I think that's kind of one of two ways I think it could go. They'll probably end up doing a version or a variation of both. Um, but, yeah, man, I think that's the way I would go. I say I want to know who's coming because I want to be able to get the football. I want to be able to get the protection targeted. And I want to be able to get the football at the playmaker's hands in space against guys who are good football players in the back end, but not great football players. And I think they've got some pretty borderline great football players at the receiver position here. So let's make that happen. Yeah, my final question uh, for you, Stud, and great job as always, is our tight end room. Right. We got away with murder. A guy played off guts and fumes and made some plays in 82. And... I think unless he had a setback, he's going to only get better. The baby got in, got a catch. Bates, you know, got in some contact. I know he got one got away from him. That room is just going to get better. And as that room gets better and healthier, I think we get an, an additional weapon added to the arsenal. I mean, I think so, too. I think a guy to keep an eye on, I don't think he's going to be ready this week, is Cole Turner, oh, obviously, yeah, coming I know, in, I know. getting some in some play time. Armani Rogers, like you said, I think like when you watch him, man, like early in the offseason, someone said, I think he could play receiver for this team. Mm-hmm. And when you're out watching practice, you were out there, Doc. He mm-hmm. does have that kind of twitch to him. Yep. So he's just going to get better. Logan Thomas, you mentioned the health. And then I think Bates, man, Bates deserves a ton of credit. Like, you know, there's not many tight ends in the NFL that you could line in a one-on-one situation against the first overall pick and expect him to win. Mm-hmm. And he handled that outstanding. Exactly. So again, this week with the with the pressure packages that they bring, um, I would expect Bates to be involved as a solution to that problem. And that that group, as it gets healthier and as they get older, as they, as they get more experienced, it's just it's a special group, man. It's a special group, and you know that, Doc. You've been around a long time. I've been around not quite as long as you, but seen a lot of football, and I know that group is special. So I can't wait to see what that looks like when everybody's healthy and when everybody's playing football. Yeah, and I hated that that one third down pass got away from John because yeah. I didn't want that to be noted. He did so many things that won't get mentioned unless you're a football guy. And <laughs> unless you've been out there on that island by yourself and you've had to block ends or LT or Reggie White, all these people, you realize what that young man did, and Bruin mentioned it, and it's the first time I've heard it all week, me mentioned, that goes, he's an unsung hero. Yeah. Unsung hero and a difference maker in a tight game. And you never would get the credit for it unless we had a guy like Logan who points out things that others have no clue that even exists. <laughs> Brother, I appreciate you, man, and just keep doing what you're doing. And um, we can't wait to, to hear you in the, on the victory side of things. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks, Doc. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure talking to you both. Yep. All right, good see deal. you Sunday, big fella. See you Sunday, baby. This is a yep. man here. Um, well, he's, he eats it up. He's a I mean, damn. He's a damn genius, Doc. Call it what it is. Well, he's a Bruin. I mean, so, so that's not. We kind of get used to it. It's kind of one of those tags that throws thrown on you. You just learn to live with it. But <laughs> I just wanted Bates to be mentioned. Yeah. Because it, it the look. Oh, well, we had a pass. Got yeah, but no. Okay, yeah, that so got away stuff. from him. Yeah. Did you watch the whole game? 
I mean, him and Milne had a he had a did block some on things that, that you won't that won't get mentioned unless you get some people who look for things. You know, good teams. He's going to be a, a, one of those guys on a really good team. On a bad team, they'll trade the guard and get somebody, put him in receiver. That tight end room, and everybody keeps talking. I hope it's too much pressure. You saw him. Yeah, he's a freak, man. He's a freak. It, I don't even want to put pressure on no, him. No, I don't. I don't. And I, I'm, I'm trying to practice what I preach. Somebody mentioned Chase Young earlier. I said, dude, give him five weeks. Yeah. Leave him alone. Don't put that pressure on him. The frightening part, and I'm going to say this, and I should need my behind kick for even saying it, but that's your fault for luring me into this. You young people always luring older people, taking advantage of our age. Cole, Chase, we getting people back? If we can come in there 3-1, you dude. Because the stretch run, we all know, it's – October, late in October, November. Yeah. It's Halloween. Always has been, always will be. But you'll pay for your sins now. If you can just get ahead of it a little bit and grow. Ease on by. Yeah, you, you want to make your mistakes and learn but not lose from them. Right. Learn from them, not lose from them. In the past, we've always lost. We always lose the game you're supposed to win. And that you cannot do that. And as much as we kid and joke, Getting through this game is going to be take a Herculean effort, but if you do it, mm. now you got the person everybody's saying is the best. Perfect, no pressure on you. Mm-hmm. It's all on the birds. Everybody put them crowning them kings. It's what you want, but it don't matter if you blow this one. This is winnable just on paper, but we don't, and we know paper doesn't play, doesn't compete. Yep. Are we going to be have enough dog in us? To go down there, we've been disrespected nationally. Thank God. Yeah, you lo- you love it. I I, I, no. I feel some type of way about it. No, man. you don't get it. See, you want to be the favorite. See, all you young people always want to be given credit for something you haven't earned. Okay, if you think you all that in a bag of chips, go down there and beat the hell out of the Lions. So they can't they can't fit, they can't have you underdogs you no more. Tell Vegas, give the Vegas the middle finger. Tell everybody doubt you. People think you're terrible. You're borderline terrible. And they couldn't have done no but tell you. The Lions yeah. have picked the bit. Now, if that's not enough to get you going, then you're not going to win anyway. You're in the wrong You're in the wrong business. industry. Your whole organization, you should light a match, put the kerosene <laughs> and blow them all up. We have to take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll continue to take a deep dive into commanders and Lions. Doc, how about this? We'll give our keys to victory next right here on no, Birthday. Your keys to victory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You notice you ain't heard nothing from you know who, have you? Yeah. He quiet as a church mouse. It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't said a word yet. I, I like. The sh- I'm waiting for I him. I like the shirt he got on. We'll bring, oh no, no, no. We'll he ain't said a word. He's just trying to ease on through this thing until <laughs> Hoffman comes in here. <laughs> Burgundy and gold today, right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. This is the Burgundy and Gold today. Redskins are the world champions on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic. Welcome back. Doc Walker. Linnell Willingham. And we are being operated remotely. <laughs> and so I love technology. I was kind of wondering about why would you waste money on a salary for a producer 
that's useless <laughs> when you can just use technology. And so now we're being automated right now, and I like it better. I already like it better. So what were you saying about wagering? Have you Man, contacted? no way. I'm peeling the curtain all the way back because we're bringing in Super Producer Haney on this one. Who? I need Key's Super Producer, as I call him. He's a superstar. Youngest and Charles Woman, I'm going to stick up for my fellow young brother. Now, now it's a battle. See, see, for weeks now, huh. it's been you and Scott versus me. I got my tag team partner here today. I don't acknowledge him. As a matter of fact, <laughs> he's completely invisible. He's out completely. Yeah, I mean, okay, whatever. That's well, look, cool. I mean, I know he's my tag team partner. And all, mm-hmm. With a head like that, man, you can't miss him. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Well, Jeez. I'll speak for Jack. And I'll just tell you that we're not worried. Well, him and Jack got something in common. Can't could 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 never could never put a helmet on. Man, y'all got to stop messing with Jack, man. Jack, I mean, <laughs> that is so brutal. That's my man, though. Look, yeah, we're no trying question. to get keys to the game, though. Detroit and Washington. I know stuff like this, you 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 hesitate to participate in, but we're gonna pull it out to the day a little. You bit. ain't pulling nothing out of me. I mean, <laughs> the key is we have to outscore them. That's the key. How you like that? Well, that a key enough for you? I'm about to say that's lock and key. Yeah, might be a locksmith needed to unlock this problem. No, but I am interested. I am interested in what the vibe is because the people. First the of all, we're gonna have no, no, no. We're gonna have a lot of people to travel. I hope. Don't so. sleep on it. Going to the Motor so. City. Yeah, I mean, um, and Detroit. I know the Detroit crew. Those are those that can travel. Most of them have an ankle bracelet on. <laughs> So they can't go out the country. They can't get on the, air, the airport. But those that can travel, it'll be interesting. Um, we'll, be, we'll be well represented there. But it has not worked for us here lately. All kidding aside, yeah, they have tapped that tail when we've come down. They're not afraid Isn't of us at all. Six, I think it's six straight. Five, five out of six, I think. Yeah, that's, they're, that's they're not afraid of us at all. At all. And you got to understand that. And don't buy the hype. Because they got to go in there and we got to take the first possession. It's important. To establish yourself, not play from behind. That would be one of my keys. Let's not play from behind. But I got a simple set of standards for this team. This team acts like it's better than it ever is always, because that's how they're promoted. Right. They're always re- they're promoted unrealistically, and they it's a sucker's game they play. And as you don't pay attention, they want to overwhelm you with something that doesn't make any sense. Here's the bottom line. We're better than Detroit. Should be. We have a better roster. Okay. I think our staff has been intact longer than I just think we're better. So if that's the case, we are supposed to win the game because we're better. Go prove it. Okay, now now we, we gotta figure out is everybody gonna show up and play? Are we gonna have a game plan? Turner's game plan was brilliant. Marvelous. Flawless. And they executed it, okay? Clearly, Del Rio's game plan in that had holes in it. We got punched. There was holes in it. Yeah. So you got to clean it up. Special teams, we can't break even. Yeah. That kid, yeah, I, I, I almost cried real tears last night watching number one for San Diego. Don't then even, I don't thought, even bring it up. Don't, don't even, even bring, don't up. even go there. Why would you pull a scab off? Because that's who I am. <laughs> yeah, I pull scabs off. Yeah. And I go, how in the hell you do know- you let that kid go? Who wasn't gonna cost your arm and a leg? I can understand if you got some of these high price guys you can't keep. How in the hell do you let that happen? You know what's amazing, Doc? Number one played for them, uh, talking about the Chargers yesterday. Yeah. 
our baby, who's supposed to be replacing him, I felt like, yeah. Diami, yeah. couldn't even get on the damn field Sunday. But, but see, you, you, we're masters of the obvious. Okay, so some of you thinking right now, why would you go there? It's real you, life. Because I wanted to keep it real. I mean, come on. I'm keeping it real. We're not good enough to give away treasures. Exactly. Uh, we can give away some, some conium. We can't give away gold. I'm telling you. That boy won, did some things here. Nobody may do the whole year. And that's on you, front office. I say this. That Falcons game, you had seven wins Come last on. year. You only have six if you don't run that kickback. I'll tell you that. Come on. Come on. So anyway, that's my thing because I'm being upfront with you. I can love you and be critical of you. Of course. I mean, you know, grow some. And what I'm saying, I love you so much that I'm going to tell you the truth. Quit tripping, okay? <laughs> Quit tripping. Because nobody's is. impressed by it. You won seven games. Okay, you can't impress me with that. Now, what you can do is top that. Shut me up by winning 11. By shut me up. I want you to shut me up. Is that your number, your expectation? 11. Up? Okay. 11. I'm selling for nothing less than 11. And you've been you've been solid with that number, I'm going to stay with it. Why wouldn't I? Right. Look at the payroll. Either you don't know who to pay or <laughs> right. you don't know how to train them. Yeah. Either way, brother, it's on you. 100%. No excuses. You are better. Go kick their ass and come on home 2-0. I agree with what you said. It's about starting fast, but I'll get a little bit more specific. Last week, Scott Turner threw the ball 22 times on first and second down. That recipe, and Logan alluded to it, that recipe must continue this weekend against Detroit because you can't blitz if you're Detroit. If Washington is constantly ahead of the change, you're going to leave yourself vulnerable uh, to get the top taken off. If Washington can have success on the early downs, I'm talking about first and second down, then they should be able to move the ball all up and down the field on Detroit. Look, Dan Miller, this is his job to love the Lions. He told you straight up, they don't got enough playmakers on their defense to be good enough. They were a terrible unit last year, mm-hmm. and they looked terrible in week one. I got a number for you. Ten missed tackles in week one for the Detroit Lions. That's tied for the most in the National Football How many did we miss? Yeah, our number's not up there. It wasn't that high. It wasn't ten. I, we could point out the ones but that we missed. But you don't know. We could point out so the ones. So you gave me half a stat. That's a whole stat. It's, yeah, some young it's people. It's one sided. That's what you young people do. You come tell me, how, they had did. So naturally, I'm thinking, oh man, you did your homework. You were thorough. They had ten. How many we have? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> See, that's some stuff that Haney kid who used to work here. That's what he would have. What did he say? What did he say? Who used to? He used to be here. That's my tag. Team. He I'm ain't my, here now. Dog, He's done. I told you he was done yesterday. He's done. Yeah, what happened? What what happened yesterday to where this- insubordination? Oh lord! Yeah, insubordination. Want to hear from you guys though? Team nine eighty listener lines wide open three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. What are your keys to victory for Washington this Sunday in Detroit? Doc said they got to start fast. I got more specific. I said they need to start fast on first and second down. We want to hear from you. Team nine eighty listener lines wide open three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Man, we talked about it. That offensive line of Detroit, and Logan alluded to it, mm-hmm. they're a bunch of gangbusters. They mm-hmm. don't care. You can you can rip the names off the back of the jerseys. They're playing for Detroit. And that's what happens when you got See a coach, how they were coach that's that passion. Exactly. See how they were coached? And we saw it on Hard Knocks, yeah. man. There is a different sense of urgency. And I love mm-hmm. what Dan Miller said because yeah. it's real. Dan Campbell is trying to let people know down there, look, I know we promised that we were going to start winning more football games, but we're getting close. And look, I don't know how Detroit's media is. You couldn't pull the wool over people's eyes here. If you're close, I need to see the results start changing. And, man, when I look at Detroit as a whole, man, you you hit it on the head. From a talent standpoint, they shouldn't be able to hang with you. 
And if they do, I think it says more about the 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 coaches and the people leading this team than it does about the players on the team because the talent's there. Every once in a while in this league, you will play up and beat somebody you shouldn't beat. Uh, I keep it very simple. Your payroll tells me a lot about what how I think you should go. Now, I don't do it. I mean, Sheehan's a master at this. He figures out how to make money with it. I'm looking at this thing going, certain weeks, we're just better. On paper, doesn't mean paper will produce. Yeah. So I'm looking at this, and, and, and I think to myself, it's a week-to-week thing based on your the health of your roster. Every week, people don't play. Everybody's dealing with a set of circumstances. Okay, who's there available for me? Well, that's why I don't give them an excuse. They have a practice squad for a reason. Use it. Yeah. You got backups. Every backup, I hate that you call them backups because I like reserves. Because right. a, a reserve, they got to be ready to play immediately on demand and be as good, if not better, than the guy they replace. Or you don't have a really good team. The Miami Heat, I go back to the Heat. Why? Why do you bring up the Heat so damn much? Their development. Yeah. They got people. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> I know he's going to play defense. Yep. He's going to grab the loose. But that just nobody's going to do. It's a culture. It's a culture. They don't kiss you behind and, and lick you from top to bottom and ask you, what you how you feel, what you want to do today. They say, here's what we're doing today. You get in it or get out of here. It's incredible, though, man, because we were talking about it earlier, and I'm not. And anybody out there who thinks I'm hating, man, you clearly just don't know me. I'm a realist. I try to be as real as I can. The fact that they had someone telling them a season ago what they weren't going to do, man, come on. I don't even need to. I don't even. I don't need to call out nobody's manhood. <laughs> I just need to lay the, the facts right on the table the way it is. You had a player that you're employing. You <laughs> cutting his damn checks. <laughs> he gonna tell you what he's not gonna do. <laughs> man, Why look, wouldn't he? Man, my grandma Francis. Man, I, I could. I, I'm, I'm taking it back to the house with this one. Man, I'm living under your roof. <laughs> you tell me to take the trash out. <laughs> what you think I'm gonna tell her to do it? Come on, man. I love to hear Fred Smoot now because see, the Smoot would be have, be great at this point. <laughs> Because he would give you something his grandma told him that he'd be on point about, that he's right. A lot of people try to make this game like it's really complicated. It's really not that complicated. At all. Even in this modern era. Yeah, we throw the ball more, but protection's still protection. It's still a big man's game. It's a big person's game. If I can overpower you, I don't have to outthink you. Want to continue to hear from you guys, though. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Doc, dial somebody up here. Let's get one let's of the go, crazies let's on get the line. A, let's get a man in. Welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. And we have a little technical. You know, we, we had Is it no, a ghost? We had no malfunctions today. No technical malfunctions. It, it might be all the – Shout out to uh, our EJs doing a great job, as always. Well, the producer could have something to do with it, too. But we're on remote right now. We don't have a physical person in there. So maybe the automation is not working. And so if that's the case, no problems. I can do a show without calls. Full of content. It's no problem, you know, whatsoever. I, um, I'll go back to last night's matchup. And, and the two things that I wanted to talk to you about. Number one, you think Denver's better than Seattle? Hmm. I, doesn't look like it. Talent, there's another one of those situations. The talent says you are. So you can't answer the question. The talent says they're better than Do them. Do you but think Denver's better than Seattle? I think Denver will finish last in the AFC West. So, no, so I, don't, don't. I don't think they're better okay, than I Seattle. Okay, I disagree. Good. We'll bet on that. The other thing about you think the Chargers are better than Kansas City? Yes. 
I I, I, I stand behind that yeah. wholeheartedly. See, winning doesn't mean you're better uh, at all. You just got to win. Exactly. Yeah, and and two examples: Denver threw up all over themselves twice on the one yard line. Disgusting. Now the Seattle people, because to me they're delirious, you know. Yeah. But they're th- yeah, they won a game that oh, was given to them. It's a Super Bowl by a crazy behind rookie coach move. Nuts. You fumble on the one. How many times did this happen to the Chargers last year? Do you know how many games the Chargers lose that they're actually the better team? One possession I got a problem with that. It's been for years. This is what they do. And all I'm saying to you is that just because you win the game early on, September wins, you got to be very cautious. Right. Because everything's – fools go and building blocks. Mm -hmm. I got to be good in November. Right. That's when it counts. When I'm going downhill – I gotta have a I gotta have a, a ball. I thought that was interesting, and you answered the question correct, which I'm shocked. But you did that. I have to give you credit. <laughs> oh, it was for the that. right or wrong answer for that. Well, it was because it shows your football IQ. You know, I'm your football the, IQ is very high. You understand? I'm one of the brightest young. Yeah, you notice you notice that we have not. I know Big Tony. I know he's frustrated because um, <laughs> what you said about him with it. Him filling out, book. yeah, no, not a coloring book, <laughs> but he had to fill in the number. <laughs> Let's go to Derek. Derek on line one. Welcome to Burgundy Gold today. You want to take a break? Hey, Derek, hold that thought. We'll break out of this. We can break, break out, out of this. Derek. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. Young fella trying to give me signals and trying to direct me. So that's why we we're a little uncoordinated today, and I'm dumb enough to actually listen to him. <laughs> What's on your mind, Derek? Uh, good afternoon, fellas. Burn and gold till I'm old and cold. Love that, dog. I think, I think the key to the game on third down, Jared Goff needs to be under siege like we're invading another country. <laughs> like, I, don't, <laughs> I love I don't, that, man, Derek. You I sick? Don't believe- you know how violent that sounds. That's good stuff. And that just shows how sick you are. I like it. No, no. I'm certifiably insane. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You can certify me that in at least 35 countries. Uh, That's good. No, I love that, man. That's a good guy going there. Hey, Paul, it's going to be hard for you to top that. Well, Doc, afternoon. What's up? I'm saying if we can get three tight ends in there and Max, protect and let them lose here and there, I think that's a great way to win this game. Well, you may be right because the Wolverine, he's coming off the edge. Yeah. I love that kid. No, that kid yeah. yeah, no, he really is. Uh, he's legit. But almost everybody is. It's the NFL. So I'm not surprised. You're not playing a, you know, uh, whatever all these damn divisions. I'd be so glad when we get these damn divisions out in football and become what we ultimately will be an AFC and the NFC. Yep. That's what's going to happen in college. It's going to be the Big Ten and the SEC and everybody else get in line. Fall in line. Yep. Fall in line and, and, and let's do that. This is, um, you know, I will say this. I love the technology. I never thought uh, part of me does kind of miss you-know-who. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. I do. I do. But right's right, and you have to discipline people. You know, you just let them, let them know who's boss. Yeah. So, okay, do your thing. It is what it is. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll put a bow on it. The final countdown is what I like to call Fridays. We're getting ready for Commanders and Lions this Sunday. Week 2 matchup. Can Washington advance to 2-0? and 
We'll give you our official game prediction to continue to take your calls. Give me some keys to the game. What does Washington have to do to leave the Motor City 2-0? Linnell Willingham, Rick Doc Walker here with you on Burgundy and Gold Today. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Liddell Willingham in the DOC. Rick Doc Walker here with you for one final segment before we dish the rock to Craig Hoffman. He's got you covered on your afternoon drive home, 3 to 6 on the Hoffman Show. Right now, though, we're trying to get your calls here. Final segment. Last time we'll get to hear from us before the Commanders take on Detroit this Sunday. Give me a key to the game and a final score prediction. I'll kick us off here, Doc. I told you they got to win in the trenches. But, man, the Ferraris, the Hellcat, whatever fancy car you want to name, that's what Washington has at the wide receiver position. If those guys, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, John Dotson, Gibson, you name it, if those guys come to play and win their individual one-on-one matchups, Washington should put up 40 points this week. This is the Detroit Lions defense. I'll be completely honest with you. Piss poor. Not a good unit. They play hard. But, man, sometimes playing hard isn't enough. you got to have talent. I think Washington has the talent. I like the Commanders this weekend, 31-27. I think they make it closer than they need to because that's what they always do. But mm-hmm. I think they pull it out. Well, that's good. Uh, my keys, of course, are the, are the core. Our core has got to be much better than it was before. What is the core? The core is Rulier at the center. Yeah. Norwell at your left guard. Mm-hmm. And the right guard, whomever it is, return whomever they are, they have to be better than they were in week one. 100%. Listen to Dan Miller, and if you missed that, you can go to the Odyssey app and go hit rewind because in the 1 o'clock hour, he broke down Detroit. That, that's got to be a strength for us. The two linebackers, it's obvious. That's like master of the obvious. And then the two corners. So I got seven people They've got to play better, in my opinion, than they played last week, or you will not win the game. You'll have no shot. You'll have no shot. Let's hit the phones here. 301-230-0980. Doc, you know I'm blind. Lawrence! Let's start it off with Lawrence. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Doc. Yo. Um, it's a pleasure to be with you guys this afternoon. My keys for the weekend, I want to see how these guys can follow up. they got to clean up some things, you know? And uh, hope we can uh, get them Detroit free and out. Because you let them get going, it might be in for a long day. Yeah. And I'm looking for the score to be at least maybe 21, 23, 21. I would like the score to be more, but that's. That's my take, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate the call, man. Don't apologize for calling it close. The two teams are really close. There's no arm. There's only arms arms length distance between these two teams. They both in the same deal. Ladies and gentlemen, we took took the probation period off of him, and backed by popular demand, Big Tony. (laughs) 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 What's going on, man? Forget all the pleasantries, man. Here's my keys to to the victory, man. Have one more point. Have one more point, Doc. Just one more point. Yeah. I don't care about hook or by crook. Three to two, 45 to 44, whatever it is, man. And by the way, man, I, we, we're taking up a collection, man. 
because it's 15 minutes and then drop it. I don't know what phone playing y'all bammers is on, but, man, come on. And, and, and Doc, what, what, hey, Doc, what's your man little Al say? He, he, oh, he, oh, he's young He's young and don't know nothing? Yeah. Hey, Doc, is that what the young boy Well, say? that's he, what he should be saying. He says he's young and hey, in Doc, charge. Hey, yeah. Doc. Yeah. Hey, tell him, tell him, tell him when grown folks are speaking, man. Sit your little butt at the little kitty table, man. Yeah. I'll holler at y'all next week. I appreciate that, man. Stealers. I appreciate. He'll get it. Talk about hey, some ghost stealers on the way out there. Yeah, him and the guy that used to produce this hour, both of them in the same boat. Okay. <laughs> you keep talking about something you used to talk about the at bag. Ronnie, welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. Ooh, all, right. all right, thank you. Hey, good afternoon, guys. What's happening? Um, keys of the game. Hey, this is Ronnie. I'm coming from uh, Upper Maryland. There's not much burgundy and gold up here, but <laughs> it's a lot of purple. But I love that burgundy and gold. Same with you, Doc Walker. Man, you're 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 a legend and a, and a gentleman. But let me get to the game here. God bless you. Uh, third. Oh, thank you, sir. Um, third down defense. Gotta get off the field. Uh, turnovers. Uh, be able to run the ball. If we get if it, where I saw last week, which I haven't seen in years. These these receivers getting out there, oh, I couldn't believe it. It was just it blew me away. I haven't seen nothing like that in years from us. So if we can get our offensive going and get things going like we started to do a little bit last week. Get the defense playing a little, little bit better. Get some guys that are hurt. The guys that are hurt are not there. Next man up, and let's try to win this game to get the two and take on Philadelphia. Thanks, guys. Great show. Appreciate that. Appreciate you, you know, Jonesy in DC on Twitter, he says specific keys to the game is one: protect Carson Wentz. Two. Run and secure the ball. Three, de- defense, tackle well, and we'll win the game and become 2-0. and And uh, Jonesy, that's clean. I, I, I respect it, protect it. Basics, it shouldn't be uh, – shouldn't have to go too crazy. But you're going to have to – again, you know, if we don't beat ourselves, I said the same thing last week, I might just tape it. <laughs> and, you know, when – when we get a real producer for the final hour of the show back in, we'll have it, you know, cut the way we can, we can put that together. If we don't turn the ball over, if we don't help people beat us, we should be very difficult to beat all year long. I agree. Based on who you play, I hate to talk in futures because you don't know who's going to be on the team. Right. You have no idea who's going to be on your team from week to week. Game of attrition, man. Game of attrition. That's going to do it for us here on Burgundy and Gold today, man. You did Doc, well today. Look, I'm glad I was invited back. Yeah, I'll you are. That. No, no, no. You earned next week. i give you that right now. You and Scott holding you, us down you, Monday after the game. We want to hear well, from you. Well, Scott had a headache. And <laughs> I'm, once sure, again, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he did. And when that happens, no, seriously, it's not funny. <laughs> but, it, you know, it takes a day and a half or two <laughs> That's for him to recover. It. The DLC, Rick Doc Walker, Liddell Willingham, signing off for Burgundy at Gold today. Craig Hoffman is next. Bite them all, yeah, I'm burning it up. DPGC, you should be turning it up. CPT, LBC, yeah, we hooking back up. And when they bang this in the club, baby, you got to get up.